Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast. This week, Jeremiah and Bianca Stingle are having a conversation about becoming an effective leader, as well as how to develop others into strong, confident leaders. Within the notes for this episode, you will find a discussion guide so you can listen with your leaders to spark dynamic growth within your team. Are you ready to grow your leadership? Let's join this conversation with Jeremiah and Bianca. Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast where we are developing the heart and soul of leaders. My name is Bianca. My name is Jeremiah. And today we're going to start the first part of a two-part series on small talk is a big deal. Small talk is a big deal. Now, I don't know if you've experienced this. I know I've gone out shopping for our family more than you have during this whole coronavirus situation. So I'm just going to call this story Corona Shopping, okay? Not shopping for Corona the beer, okay? (laughs) This is just shopping while viruses are out there and about there. But man, shopping, being out in public has turned into a very awkward Mm. situation. I mean, there's, there's such a hard time for human contact to take place when you've got gloves on and a mask on and people are social distancing and there's little squares and on the ground where you've got to stand so that you're six feet away from someone else. And I mean, it just makes connecting with people so hard. Mm. It is, I mean, when you're wearing a mask and gloves, you're, 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 it almost feels like you're telling the other person, Hey, you've got something and I don't want to catch it from you. Mm. And, and it just makes everything just so hard to connect. Mm. And, and here's what I'm, a, I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that there's leaders who are actually out there who are kind of wearing a mask and gloves relationally. Yeah. And they don't know it. They don't know that they're not connecting with people effectively yeah. because they're, they're kind of like hiding themselves mm. yeah. behind whatever kind of things that are causing them to not be able to connect with other people. Mm. And great leaders know how to make other people feel comfortable. Yeah. In a conversation. Right. They know how to put people at ease, make them feel at home, make them feel it right. Yeah. And and I believe that success in conversation, conversational success mm. is determined by three factors and, and our ability to shift into each of those as we need to. The yeah. first one is candidness. Mm. That you have the ability to to share who you are and be vulnerable, be real, but not to the point where it makes things weird. So you yeah. gotta have this balance of this candidness. The other thing is compassion, that you're compassionate about what the other person is thinking and feeling and sensing. And the third thing is consideration. Mm. And, and having all of these factors in operation gives a leader a toolkit to work from to begin to really help drive conversations to places of impact. I love that. That's so important. And I noticed that in your three C's that you didn't mention charisma. <laughs> And that's significant. I really believe that that candidness, that compassion, that consideration, those things really will help people feel at home. They'll feel comfortable. They'll feel at ease. And so I want to put you at ease as well because I know not every single person feels like they're the most charismatic person, that that they don't lean on their personality. And guess what? That's okay. We are not talking about leaning on a certain type of personality to be able to connect with other people. We're really looking at what makes people feel engaged and at home and where they want to be around. They want to continue the conversation. I don't know about you. Have you ever had those conversations where it's just 
oh, you know, but then I've been a part of conversations where I did not want it to end. And that's what we want for you. That's what we want for ourselves. We're going to challenge ourselves today. This is a two-part message because this is so, so important. So important. There's a lot of details in this, but it is really simple if we're willing to apply some of these ideas. Now, initially, I believe all of us experience, whether you're introverted or extroverted, this, this fear of awkwardness in starting conversations. Yes, it's true. And even if you're super extroverted, there is like, ooh, how's this going to go? Are we going to connect? What are we going to talk about? You have these things rolling and swirling in your head. And and so we're going to talk about that today. How do you push through those initial comments and conversations? And we really want to talk about how we can change it from just small talk to big impact. That's great. And great leaders, they work hard at connecting with people. So it's not just about communicating, it's truly about connecting. And so today we're gonna talk about some principles on how we can connect better with people and when we can change small talk into a big deal. So the first thing that we're gonna talk about that we've talked about before, even on Leadership Lab Podcast, is to listen. listen. Listening is a skill. And for some people, it comes naturally, but if we're all honest, if many of us are honest, it's not natural for most of us. And it's something that we have to learn. It's something we have to get better at. We have to be better at listening than responding and talking. And I know there's that temptation at the beginning of an initial conversation, especially if you're meeting someone for this first time, to fill the space with meaningless chatter. And can I tell you, instead of thinking about and spending so much energy on what I'm going to say, spend more thought and care to how I'm listening to someone. Instead of formulating my thoughts and what I'm going to speak, instead think about how I can draw more out of that person. And I promise you that will make a bigger impact is someone feeling heard and listened to. You are so good at this. I mean, I'm not just saying that. I'm saying like you are skilled at this (laughs) it's 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 something i've watched you do you ask questions i mean you show genuine interest in what other people are thinking and caring about and i just love i'm so inspired by it because i i can i can see you doing it like i'm like oh man i'm sitting here thinking about what i'm gonna say next and you're sitting here actually really listening to people and i think that listening is just as important, maybe even more important, to making connections with people. If you're going to be a leader who really connects with people, you have to be a leader who knows how to listen. The second thing is that you want to show genuine interest. Mm. Show genuine interest in what the other person wants to talk about. That's good. If, If they're interested in something, that you're going there with them. I think that Jesus is an example of this. Not not just what he did while he was here, but the whole idea of Jesus coming to the earth. That's good. I mean, the very fact that Jesus came to the earth shows that he cares about us because he's God. If anybody has the right to just talk, and you better sit there and listen, it's God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there are some people who 
the way that they carry themselves in life, they, they, they might give the impression that they think that they're the most interesting person in the room, the world's most interesting man. <laughs> but listen, what I'm saying is leaders are genuinely interested. They ask questions. They find out more information about what it is that that person's talking about and why it's so important to them. And Jesus coming to earth as a man showed his humility. Mm. It showed that he was full of humility to be able to do that. And the number one quality that leaders have in connecting with people is humility. Yes. Because if people think that you're too full of yourself, they're not going to be interested in anything you have to say because Mm -hmm. you're so full of yourself. Mm. And people, they feel big when you make yourself small. Yeah. People feel big when you make yourself small. Yeah. Not making yourself small like where you're less important or valuable. Right. But just in the way that you carry yourself. Hey, I'm not I'm not big. I'm not full of myself. No, no. I'm I'm full of wanting to connect with other people. Yeah, and spending time just humbling yourself where the conversa- conversation is not all about you. It's about that other person. That's how you make yourself small in the circumstance. And, and, and like he said, it's not about value or worth. It's just more about, I'm going to prioritize this conversation towards that other person. That's great. Letting them speak, letting them. And listen, people are interesting. If you're, if you're saying, oh, well, man, sometimes people are boring. I want to challenge and say, maybe you're not listening enough. Mm. Because people have stories to tell. If you just listen, I, I get a little choked up about this because when you just listen for a moment to someone's story and you listen to their past and you listen to what they've been through, the pain and even the joys, we get enriched by listening to other people's stories. So if you just lean in enough and you create a safe space for people to, to share and people start to share, Watch how you are enriched by their story. So it's, it's not just about making that other pe- person feel good, although they will. They'll never forget how you made them feel. But it's also, we get blessed when we listen. So good. That's why I believe God says to listen uh, quickly because he's saying, I want to teach you some things. And the only way you'll learn is through listening, That's good. not by talking. And so I want to encourage you with that, especially if there's someone that's like, oh, I kind of avoid them. Maybe, maybe God wants to stretch us a little bit. Maybe God wants to teach us something. Maybe we need to dig in deeper in the listening skill and lean in more in those conversations and those relationships and watch how God will honor that. And so just listening, I I kind of said a little part of Maya Angelou's famous quote. She said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. I love that quote. I love it so much. And it hits home to me, and I'm sure all of us can relate, that there have been people in our lives that they made us feel so good. Yeah. Man, we want to be around them. We want to spend time with them. We we don't want those times to end. We look forward to being around them. Why? Because they made us feel amazing. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, we've also got people that didn't make us feel good. And we find ourselves avoiding being around those people. We, we limit how much time we're around them. Why? Because of the way that they made us feel. And as leaders, we need to check ourselves yes. and say, how am I making others feel? So good. Now, it's not about caring what everyone thinks or anything like that, or we're walking on eggshells, but it's more about internalizing that and say, God, help me so that when I interact with people, they feel 
lifted up. They feel built up. And I believe that we will really feel fulfilled in our own lives when we pour that out. The third thing that we're going to talk about today is to build relational bridges. Build relational bridges. And that means finding something in common with someone else and talking about that and staying on that subject. And maybe it's that common ground. And Jesus did this so well. When he was calling his disciples individually, he was calling them forth. When he walked up to the fishermen, what did he do? He used fisherman language. So he said in Luke chapter 5, verse 10, it says, Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So guess so what? Immediately, Peter is Simon Peter already is connected to Jesus because Jesus is using that relational bridge. Have you ever noticed like when you go across seas and you meet uh, another American, you're like instant bond. Or if you're in, in the States and you meet someone that's from your hometown, instant bond. It's amazing. Just find it. It's not really hard to find those relational bridges to connect with people. And so we as leaders need to build relational bridges, not relational walls. All right. <laughs> I think that Sit we've got some <laughs> wall builders in the place. Come on now. Listen, offense, if you're offended mm. or irritated about something, and and man, it can come across as a wall to people. It's like you got the mask and the gloves on and you're mm. saying, keep your per- relational distance from me. And, mm. and that's something that we've got to be aware of. We've got to have enough self-awareness to know that I'm in that place. Yeah. And so I love that you said that Jesus did this with the fishermen because he got into their level. And we, we read later that they were ordinary, unschooled men. That's right. And so he's like, hey, I'm not going to let their class, whatever they're involved in, their occupation, their education level, keep me from making an impact in their lives. And we as leaders need to do that. The final one we're going to talk about today, we've got four points today and we'll have four again next week. It's this right here, is that we want to use reflecting skills. Okay. Use reflecting skills. And this is when you actually begin to use the art of reflecting, and that means that you hear what somebody has to say to you, and then you say what you heard back to them because it makes them feel and sense this, wow, they're listening to me. And, and, and reflection works even better when you begin to actually use the last one to three words that the other person said Mm. in the very first thing that you say to them. And so if someone says, hey, well, moving to this area, uh, I came here to this area because uh, of a job. Mm. And you'd be like, okay, well, man, because you got that job, this area must have been a place that blah, blah, blah. And you, you kind of use those last three words that they say mm. in the first things that you say. And it's amazing. You'll, you'll see it as you begin to use this tool of reflecting. You'll see it work so well in the way that you deal with other people. What That's reflecting good. does is it makes the other person have this great sense that you are listening to them, that mm. you're hearing what they're saying, but it also clarifies the conversation a lot because you might think that they're saying something and when you say, hey, I heard you say this, they're like, oh, no, no, I didn't mean it like that. I meant it like this. How many times have we had some of these bumbles and fumbles in now. relationships because we've jumped to a conclusion, we've thought they were saying something and mm. then they're not thinking that mm-hmm. and then we're saying too much and then they're thinking it's awkward and then we're right. all just like, oh, man, can it's we just awkward. stop this? <laughs> 
<laughs> because it's not the natural way that, that conversations go. And so reflecting is a tool that leaders can have in their arsenal. And I want to just testify on this because that's a skill that I'm still continuing to learn because I, I can recognize when it's being done to me. And I, and, 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 they're just naturally being good listeners or maybe they're they're applying this skill. All I know is I want to keep talking to this person. Yes. Cuz when I'm saying something like not only does it show that they're listening, this is what mirroring or reflecting your words does. It says that they think that my words were worth repeating. Oh, that's good. They think that my words are valuable. Yeah. And so and I remember how it makes me feel. So I'm like, man, I want others to feel like that because their words are valuable. When they speak, I need to act like it and treat it like valuable words because it is just having conversation is a precious, precious gift. And so sometimes, you know, if someone's saying something, I repeat exactly what they said because the choice of words they chose I can't do any better. And it does so many things. It allows them to continue to talk and continue to share. And I also affirm them and what they're saying. And like he said, that it, it clarifies, it keeps the conversation clear. So it's not, you know how like with those conversations where it's like, did you mean this? And when I said this, and it's just like kind of like tiptoeing and those things will happen and that's okay. But I believe that that reflecting really allows us to keep things clear and positive and on the same page. So powerful. Well, I've enjoyed this conversation Man, this today. Been very practical. So good. I hope that really it empowers you to have some conversations around this subject. Yeah. Practice some of these things. Definitely. Get some feedback from people as you do it and say, hey, how did this feel? Yeah, that's really good. And we want to continue this conversation with you next week, but also we'd love to hear some comments from you. If you've tried something out, share it with us. Share it on our social media sites or comment down below. We'd love to hear how you're being impacted with the Leadership Lab podcast. We're so thankful that you tune in every week, that you share it with your friends. We will never take that for granted. We're so, so grateful for you. Thank you for leading and continuing to develop as a leader. We love you guys, and we'll see you here next week at the Leadership Lab podcast.